Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. How are we all doing? Hope everybody's well. Good evening. All, all good, mate. How are you? Yes, I'm jolly good. Been sunning What's today. Got, on there? got me German in 1990 on. Why would okay. you can tell it's fake just by the fit. Cost me about 80 quid this off eBay and all. It arrived fake. <laughs> I'm not even joking. Why would you why would you want to buy a German in 1990 shirt? It's classic this. It's a classic. The fucking notches are you pillock. Clins were not back. Fresh print, old shirt. Is that Adidas? Well, it's supposed to be. Four striped Adidas. They must have added one that year. That's like my worst foot well. Best and worst football in memory all roll into one. It's a good shit, though. Like you said, you can tell by fit, it's a fake. It was supposed to be a medium. It goes down to my knees. It's, if, you, if you look at the tag, it's fruit of the loom. <laughs> 15 quid. <laughs> Italian 90 is the best, my, like my first proper insight into football, my, where I fell in love with football. Mm. And the, the bastards knocked us out in that shirt. And you're wearing it now. Well, we hope everybody's well. We hope everybody's well. We've got the bon- we said we'd release some bonus episodes, didn't we, for the at the end of the series? We've got the best of the the friends, the bonus friends episodes that we did over lockdown. Just like a bad smell, aren't we? They just can't seem to get rid of us, even when we have yeah. a break. Yeah. <laughs> we 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 like we like a genital wart, aren't we? We just we release some dead wood, dead wood from six months ago. <laughs> <laughs> During the break, if you're not a Patreon already, you can sign up to that, can't you? And get your 21 episodes that are available on there. Might be 22 now, but 22. Yeah, we're not splitting hairs. So yeah, the best of the friends. We're in fancy dress for a couple of these, if there's reference. <laughs> yeah. It yeah. seems like a long time ago, would it? Like, it seems longer than the four month, three month, four yeah. month, doesn't it? Yeah. There's at least one... I think there's one where we're dressed as wrestlers. How many fancy dresses we do? Do we the wrestlers with the pop stars? Yeah, that one's not in any of these. Um, there was, I think I'm dressed as a shuttlecock in one of them. Yeah, <laughs> remember that one? The most, <laughs> the, the most random uh, fancy dress ever. What, what are you dressed as a shuttlecock? Was it Olympic we, we theme? We were going No, to be fair, it didn't have not on his head. <laughs> that, that was just top of the cock the top of the cock you shined it up <laughs> and uh, there's a bit of slurring during the end of some of them not pointing any fingers at anybody in particular just generally yeah gin weren't it what gin yeah the thing is we, we enjoy it we're making the taking the positives out of a shit situation weren't we bigger yeah making the best enjoy of it well, well. making the best of it should we uh, should we revisit the best yeah. of the first three episodes. I'm really looking forward to listening to them back, to be honest. It's under the cosh, it's under the cosh, it's under the cosh, and friends, oh. Under the cosh, under the cosh, it's under the cosh, and friends, 
It's under the cosh, it's under the cosh And friends, oh, week by week We take a peek at another guest But it's a mystery Oh, Kylie Minogue, no, Russell Crowe More likely a footballer that you don't know So grab a beer and bring that cheer Cause it's time under the cosh and friends good evening how are we doing I'm all hey, right. what, what I, I thought we were olympic fancy dress well if we were olympic fancy dress i'm still not quite sure what you've come as i'm a shuttlecock <laughs> what do you think you didn't need that hat <laughs> no <laughs> I'm a shuttlecock. Is that, is that a genuine fancy dress costume? That no, I've, I've concocted it this afternoon. Your <laughs> mind is unbelievable. I'm quite impressed, actually. Yeah. What? What? I see. Is it a wedding dress or something? I think so. It's some form of underskirt. Yeah. It's not going to be happy. I know that much. There's no. No, Why have we not well, have you have you come as a boxer? Yeah, I've come as a boxer, mate. Yeah, I've just got my dressing gown on now. I'm gonna take me take me uh, dressing gown off in a bit, and I'm gonna have the American Rocky Balboa shorts on. <laughs> How's Rocky everybody Balboa. doing? Well, come back well, under the cushion, well. friends. Hope everybody's yeah, good. I had knocked me on the head, didn't he? Yeah. Well, I saw well, that I was... we I saw that you weren't doing the fancy dress, but after the effort that I put in. I thought I'd get it out anyway. Yeah, apparently Akabus is tired at the end of a long day. Well, Somewhat the man like with that, that kind of energy, you can understand it. Yeah, he's going to wear that sooner or later, isn't he, bless him? Got, Did um, you see, have you seen um, the latest pictures of Adele, by the way? Oh, Jesus. Yeah. She'll, have a, she'll have a fitness video out at Christmas. I'm taking inspiration from her, to be honest. Like, once we're out of this lockdown, I'm taking inspiration from her. I'd love to see you in that, that fitted dress. Um, I've never seen a transformation like it. No, it's uh, well, probably Michael Jackson. Yeah, <laughs> that was that was, that was quite a big one. <laughs> Is that what we're going to go with then? Adele, the biggest transformation since Jacko. Yeah, black what? cordial tonight, lads. After the, uh, after the debacle on Saturday night. I've decided to take a notch off. Thing is, you ca- you actually said were we uh, were we drunk on Saturday? <laughs> you tried to bring us down, were you? Yeah, can't, uh, I can't remember. Really. I've can't. never heard a man do pub singer and th- th- just there was no division whether you were singing singing regular or trying to be pub singer. It was exactly the same thing. You think it was just a karaoke night or yeah. what? Got you. Easy, yeah. The next man up is living the dream of many young men, captaining his boyhood team in the Premier League. Scoring over 90 league goals in 182 games. A man who Parky once said, if you saw him in training, you'd think he's shite. <laughs> <laughs> Sheffield United captain, Billy Sharp. Hello, <laughs> right? I'm good, mate. You? I'm sure you'd say the same about me as well, wouldn't you? Well, I, I didn't think I'd see you in that. Is that a dressing gown you've got on? Yeah, well, we're at home, aren't we? We're at home, <laughs> of course. <laughs> Most I've not been dressed for three weeks. I'm just sitting this, I'm just sitting this all day. You're looking well, mate. Best I've seen you. I don't know. How are you getting on, Bill? 
Yeah, not too bad, mate. Um, I'm ready to go now, though. Um, it's been a bit frustrating, but um, kids are getting restless. But everyone's had to do it, haven't they? So been trying to keep busy and um, keeping fit, making sure I'm ready to go when whenever that is. What? Uh, what? What? Because I, I I know for a fact, right? I'd have torn my bag out. You know, if they'd give me a program to do. <laughs> I'd have been like, nah, I'm going to have today off. Uh, I'll probably have tomorrow off. I, I mean, I'd have really struggled with that, me. Yeah, do you know what? I think I think when I was 23, 24, I think I probably would have done. I think you, you thought you could skip a few days or whatever, but now I'm getting older and um, with the demands, obviously, of the Premier League and stuff, I, I just don't want to leave anything, you know, Anything behind, I want to make sure I'm ready because I had to wait um, quite a long time to get my chance. So I need to make sure I hit the ground running again when I'm back. So, but I know all the lads have been doing the same. And I'd have thought, I'd have, I'd, I'd, I'd have thought to myself, I tell you what, we've done well enough now. We can just start dropping like a stone. <laughs> we'll finish 15th. We'll be fine. We'll be happy with that. But it took that last May. Yeah, you're not wrong. We would have. Um, not with a gaffer though. He's he's one who I'm sure sat at home thinking. I hope the lads aren't having ten pints tonight or skipping days or what you but you'd be the you'd be the gaffer's worst nightmare box to be fair. <laughs> I don't think I don't think we'd have got on. How good, is he? How good is he, Bill? Because we we've had a few lads on that have played under him and talked about his intensity. And yeah, he's, he's how is it at this time? You know, obviously game programmes and whatnot, is he is he keeping on top of top of everybody and Making sure you're keeping on top of everybody as well. Yeah, he's um, he's got the trust obviously in his backroom staff, his um, fitness coaches and stuff. Which, like I say, we're in we're in little groups of six or seven, I think it is, where everyone's got a staff member, and you have to check in every day. And it's it's quite hard work, but it's double sessions. But today was the day off, um, even though I went out on my road bike today, so I had to get out and about. Have you had your ten pints? I'm on, I'm on my seventh pint, so. <laughs> hey, Bill, did you did you think that when I kept you out the team at Donny, that, that three years later you'd be playing in the Premier League? You know what? Well, answer honestly. Yeah. First thing, first thing on that like, question. When, when me and you played, when me and you played, I thought it was great. Like, I thought as a partnership, I thought we had like everything that a partnership could have had, and that day that we didn't play together, the one at Leicester. Um, I couldn't just get my head around it. Maybe I wasn't really informed, but it was a one-off game where we needed, you know, goals basically. And uh, he, went, he went for he went for guaranteed goals, didn't he? That's why he went up with me. <laughs> one up top. Well, yeah. As soon as he went one 0 down, he he chucked me on, boy. I, I had a chance as well. Actually, I should have scored. I remember. But yeah, that's that's one day what hurts me. I know that you said on Twitter a few weeks ago or days ago about that hurt, and it does me as well, to be honest. Yeah. Hundred percent, mate. What, 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 what did you did you play much under Warnock, Bill? Um, I was there as a young kid um, when Jags and Monty and Tongi then they were coming through, and yeah, he was a crackpot. I'll be honest. Um, <laughs> you ever seen him with the shoulder cream? Yeah, I, I got. I always got a good view of him with his with his arse crack and shoulder cream. To be honest, <laughs> um, I was, I'm not quite making the squads back then when I was a, as a young kid, but um, I was in and around the dressing room and. Yeah, he always used to bend over like this with his towel and then he'd slap his fingers up his bum and put his scooper in. There was match rituals, I think, and after he'd probably told Morgs to, I don't know, 
fuck off a few times. He was um he was uh that was him shower and then soda cream on his on his back backside. I wonder if it was a superstition for him. I wonder if he thinks I need to do this or else I won't sleep for the rest of the week. Like the disco uh, ball. He had quite a red, red backside every time. <laughs> so I think he needed red raw. I just got this vision of one of them, you know, one of them baboons with really red eyes, though. <laughs> oh, come on. Yeah, so I, I did, he gave me my debut, um, but then sold me for 100 grand. I'm not sure what he did with that, but um, I went <laughs> to Scotland, yeah, so. Well, it must have been hard leaving, though, Bill, eh? Like, as a, as a young lad, you'd buy your team. Yeah, um, I'd just been on loan at Russian and Diamonds, where... I had a good spell there and got a taste for first-team football and I was raring to go and wanted to maybe not play every week at Sheffield United but get a little chance and he used to say to me all the time, look, you're the best finisher at the club, just need to work on your strength in the gym, blah, 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 you'll get your chance and then it came out of the blue, scum for 100 grand. My dad advised me, look, go and, this is the time you need to go and make a name for yourself and it was the best career move I, I could have possibly made at the time. I did really well and Ended up getting lots of money when I returned in two years later. Yeah. <laughs> but I won't, I won't ask you, apart from Wilde, who's the best manager you played under? Um, <laughs> Sheffield United fans will think this is a funny one. Uh, Nigel Atkins was good with me because he's had me at four clubs. Um, just didn't work at Sheffield United. Um, you know, Why do you think that was? Why do you think it didn't work? Um... His mannerisms around the pitch, I don't think it have helped. Um, but that's the way he is, and that's the way he wanted to coach and wanted to be as a person. So, just your face doesn't fit sometimes. Which you know, I've been there as a player, and he's been good to me as a for a player. Um, we had a good laugh with Dean Saunders, didn't we? <laughs> um, Sean O'Driscoll was really good. Um, his training was um, really technical and. Um, football base, which I enjoyed, and it suited the way I played. Uh, he was good to, to have as well. Yeah, because I, I follow Nigel Atkins on Twitter, and he's very—he is very philosophical, isn't he? Yeah, he's in, in uh, his videos and his routines and his breakfast. Routines, attitudes, behaviours. <laughs> I've watched the first three. I'll, I'll start watching now. Have you, have you blocked him? Look <laughs> <laughs> like unfollow I've routines and breakfast. So I'll stick to them. <laughs> Did, did you win out on uh, on Saunders' his, his, his little uh, prize? Oh, manager's pet that won everything. <laughs> <laughs> it was embarrassing. Left-handed golf clubs, he's right-handed. <laughs> I only were only, only there for a month. Oh, Jesus. TVs. I thought it was Ronaldo who had come in to Camden Park. He <laughs> <laughs> everything. If you remember, I signed on the, I signed on the Wednesday and O'Driscoll got sacked on the Thursday. I only trained once. I must have done fucking hell up. Somebody, one of the board members must have been watching at the training ground and thought, fucking hell, he needs to go in. He you said him over the edge, yeah, I think. No, I remember that. And Dean Saunders came in in the navy blue suit. And he, yeah, he was, he was a good laugh. He was good for me as well. Obviously, I was going through a bad time. But, um, you know, so remember the free kick he, he showed us? With a, with a, he said to the lads, um, one of the lads put your foot underneath the ball and he'd run up to it and he'd strike the ball and it'd loop up and over the wall because the kid had had his foot underneath it. It was brilliant. <laughs> and obviously the throwing, the throwing he used to try and do every day to one of the young lads, come here, young lad, throw it off his back and try and lob the keeper like he did for Sheffield United. Yeah. Yeah, he was 
was crackers, to be fair. Well, he's a definite character, like, isn't he? Funniest man I've ever met, I think. So I, what, I, what, what's nearly like in her dressing room, because I had him at Scunny, and I think, it, it, as a manager, I think he was too, like, what's that? not emotionless, but he'd just not got that much about him. Do you know when, yeah. fan, when fans see him, he want a bit of emotion, because he's, he's very straight-laced, nearly, isn't he? Yeah, I think that's what I mean about with Nigel Atkins as well. But, you know, the gaffer's really enthusiastic. He's, you know, he's celebrating all the goals like he scored him himself. But I know what you mean about Nilly. He, um, he's brilliant on the training pitch, though. He's the way he puts things across and um, the sessions we do, they're, they're not the same. You know, he's always wanting to learn and always telling us how he's been watching Atletico Madrid and whoever else. And he's <laughs> it, it's, it's quite, it's quite dry, but he's very funny as well. And yeah, they're, they're, a good part, they're a good partnership, him and the gaffer. Obviously, the last four years, couldn't have, they couldn't have asked for a better four years be, between them. Yeah, the squirrel. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't like talking about it. The lads are battling <laughs> for it. And... Uh, when they first found out, they used to shout, squirrel, all the time. <laughs> um, but yeah, he's, uh, he's, into some, he's into, like, Drake and all that, you know, I think. Is he a hip-hop oh, man? He loves his music, yeah. He can he can rap and he loves, like, all the hip-hop music and stuff like that. And he loves the festival as well. Like, he can so. rap? Are you saying that he gets out every now and again? Spits some, no, spit some licks? The the, um, the Drake's lyrics, which I can't do. When we're when we're on the bus and that, you'll you'll see him. He'll be singing away, and you, I'm like, he likes this one. Well, <laughs> yeah. I know when um, when teams get promoted, the celebrations are always they always go full pelt. But yours last season was probably the best I've ever seen. Yeah, to be fair, Parky, you'd have you'd, you'd have loved it. Steerman, Steerman. Stearman, yeah, let's all get Stearman. Uh, to be honest, no, like, it came out of nowhere, that one. He's a great lad and didn't think he was a big drink or whatever. And I don't know, I think the emotions got to the better of most of us, but he was having a world, yeah, <laughs> having, a, having a ball. And, yeah, he's um, he made himself a fan's favourite as well, which I think that's important at Sheffield United, which, um, as a player, I think it's important to connect with the fans because, you know, they're the important people, what, drive you on to play so he, he did well at the club as well talk about surprise packages Paul Coots oh, yeah he's Look, unbelievable he's a great friend great player but he's caused me a few nightmares <laughs> as a captain yeah I remember I can't go too much into it but in Vegas he was he was just going hell for leather shots 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 I'm like he's not lasted an hour he lasted about an hour and ten minutes <laughs> run out I um, he was face down. I had to go out. I got a phone call off his off his wife. He was face down in the food court, swearing <laughs> at his wife on on FaceTime. But his FaceTime, he wasn't even looking into it. It was on the floor, and he was face down. So that wasted a good hour at about I think it was about half one in the morning, which ain't late in Vegas. So that's just one of, one of the story. Yeah, try try to try to offer him the cheese scout at one time. <laughs> that was funny. <laughs> Um, but it was all it was all good in the end and um, part of the story. Johnny, remember the PFA awards? Were you there? It's it, 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 it not long since broke his leg, had it, so you were on crutches. So you know how there's uh, the, the top, I can't remember if, it, if it's the same place, but it's Grosvenor. Yeah, yeah. And it's like there's the stairs down to like where all the tables are, 
and yeah. he just stood with his crutch as if he were Rambo, mate. <laughs> <laughs> but it was, it was the BFA hierarchy. Eh? Gordon, Gordon Taylor and that were walking through when he's there with his machine guns. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's um, he's got some haircut at the minute as well. He's big tip right down to the bone. So sport team the other day. He'll yeah, suit that mate. He's like uh, like as though he was shooting Gordon Taylor, and Gordon <laughs> Taylor's just like. I think it, he was he was doing the noises as well. The noises of a machine <laughs> going like. <"Mah." laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, I've, I've done your a quiz, mate, on uh, on your beloved. All right, okay. I've tried to go easy on you. You should, you should, you should do well. Sixty seconds. All right. On the clock. On Sheffield United. Okay. Tell us when you're ready, Chrissy. We're good to go. No. It's the nearest thousand. What is the capacity of Bramall Lane? 32,500. Yeah. The brand logo on the front of this season's shirt. The, the what logo? The brand logo? Brand, brand logo. Oh, no. What is it? Answer. Pass. Pass. Wow, that's... From, that's which club, from which club did United sign Jack O'Connell? Uh, Brentford. Yeah. Who wears the number seven shirt this season? John Lundstrom. Sheffield United win the first ever Premier League season. True or false? False. True. Two players scored a hat-trick in a... Oh, so again, Jeff United are in the first ever Premier League season? Yeah. Two players scored a hat-trick... Oh, they were there in 2006! Two players oh, scored a hat-trick in a 6-1 win versus Chester City in 98. Tony Agarna and who else? Brian Dean. Yeah. Who was the club's manager before Chris Wilder? Atkins. Yeah. Who was the club's mascot? Captain Blade. Yeah. What nationality is more Bessic? Oh, no, he's going to kill me. Um... Serbian, no. Yeah. Bosnian. Bosnian. Oh, that's no. it, that's You'll it. You'll kill me. <laughs> well, if I were a Sheffield United fan watching this, right, and, and, and you call yourself Mr. Sheffield United, <laughs> and you got fucking six, eh? You're wrong about Seven, it. no, we're giving seven. Premier League. Brian Dean scored the first goal of the Premier League era. I thought you said, is this Sheffield United's first Premier League? Nah, Bill. I'm not honestly, not having it. That's why I said to him 2006. <laughs> <laughs> well, to be fair, Bill, if you got seven, you were still three quarters at weird out leaderboard. Hold on a minute. <laughs> Everyone knows I know Brian Dean scored the first goal. I didn't hear you that one. Sponsor, <laughs> who is it? Who's the sponsor? I still can't think. USG. Oh, my word, they're going to kill me. <laughs> <laughs> what did you think USG. I said? I thought you said, is this Sheffield United's first season in the Premier League? And I went, no, false. And I went, 2006, they were there again. Well, when Jackson got We're seven. Uh, the between. Yeah, give me Brian Dean one. I knew that. Against Man United, then I recreated it at the start of the season. Mid-table obscurity, mate, so, there. So, well, you That's took, you took between John Parkin and Paul Chuckle. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I thought you'd been that threesome, did you, Bill? <laughs> Yeah. Well, great to see you, mate. Yeah, you take care, mate. Top man, cheers. Thanks, Thanks for coming on, man. All the best. This, all the best for the rest of the season when we get going again. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Good luck, mate. Cheers. Yeah, take right. it easy, mate. Thanks a lot. Cheers. <clears throat> Could have gone all night there, lads. No, Bill's, only, Bill's the first one, believe it or not, who's complained about a question. Eh? 
Yeah. <laughs> but so, it wasn't the question's fault. No, it, it even was, still it was said, a question reader. He even nah. said it. Even said it. 100%. Get a I definitely said they played in the first Premier League season, true or false. Yeah, they did. I, I'm, I'm going to bite you up on that one, mate. But yeah, we could have had longer with Bill then, couldn't we? Yeah, it was brilliant. I think he'll. Uh... The comment there, need to get him on for a full episode. Yeah, that's what I was just about to say. He was just getting warmed up, wasn't he? Yeah. Wilder and that, it's, it's class, man. It, you don't have to go into too much detail about the other side of things. Just it's, the football chat it's is man in it, interesting. If, if he wasn't English, Wilder, everybody, I know people are raving about him for what, for what he's achieving, but I think you have to work that, you have to achieve that bit, that much more. I'd give him an England job. Him. I'd give him the England job 100%. The only problem with that is, is it, with the way he works, everybody's got to know what the crack is. If you'll get somebody in who's not been in a squad before, you've not got enough time to then... To buy into, into it and understand what it is. John, yeah, you've gone 70s porn again. Yeah. Pardon? You've gone 70s porn again. I like it. Mm. <laughs> Very film noir this evening, John. Yeah, I think that would be the only problem with Wilder as, a, as, a, as the England manager. Yeah. What? Mm. Unbelievable, man. Yeah, he's, I mean, he's done, he's done fantastic, hasn't he? Here we go. Next in the ring, we have a true legend of his game. For many growing up in the 80s, 90s and 2000s, you can forget Max Sennett, you can forget Laurel and Hardy, you can even forget Charlie Chaplin. One of the true kings of slapstick is in the house. He's a comedian, a writer, an actor, a DJ and cooker of one mean bread and butter pudding. Yes, the one, the only, Paul Elliott, a.k.a. Paul Chuckle. How are we doing? Cheers, guys, to me, to you. Yeah, you listen. <laughs> We've made it, lads. Made it. Uh, I'm, off, I'm off to bed. I'm off to bed. <laughs> uh, that's me. I'm off to bed. That's my life complete. <laughs> you didn't say it, did, you? did you say that? To you. To me. <laughs> to me. To me. To me. Oh, come on. Life is getting better, lads. Chris, just rip the script up. Yeah, we're gone. <laughs> we're done. How was that bread and butter pudding? It looked fantastic on Twitter last night. It was very, very nice. A little bit sloppy inside, as it as it oh, would be, well. you know. We all like a little bit sloppy inside, don't we? Oh yeah, every time, every time. <laughs> it was really nice though, nice and moist, uh, not moist, but warm. You know what I mean? It was lovely, tasty, <laughs> tasty stuff. Cream and custard. All custard, custard. Always, on the door. Oh, always custard. Beautiful. Oh, yeah, no cream. Sorry, have I, have you upset you now? <laughs> I'm a custard and cream man. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. Well, you're spoiled. <laughs> All I'm saying about like this is like from from my childhood. The, the, like this is like this is like talking to a hero from my childhood. <laughs> cheers, man. Cheers. Thanks. Yeah, for all three of us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. good guys. It's um, it, it was a good career. I mean, I'm still at it. Don't worry. I'm yeah. not. I'm not I'm on my own now. But... I had tickets for your tour. What? I had tickets for your tour. The tour? Yeah, the live tour. Did we were you DJing? Oh. You DJing oh, tour? Well, DJing. I'm DJing all over the place. Yeah. Well, I was. No. I I've got nothing now. All, all the pubs and clubs are shut. Theatres are shut. They're not not filming much on TV. So uh, here we are, sitting watching this. No football. That's the worst. <laughs> I know, man. Hey, I know. Hey, what are you doing this afternoon? 
We've just got a drink, haven't we? That's all we get, <laughs> really. Are you still going to the games, Paul? Is what? Are you still going to the games when you can? Oh, aye, when, when, when they're on and the games and I'm not working, I'm um, down there because they made me and Barry uh, ambassadors at, um, at Rotherham United. Yeah. Uh, about 12 years ago or more, 14 years ago. Uh, so go every week. It's uh, in the director's box and one or two of those and something to eat. <laughs> And sitting in that couple of seats and watching the match, it's brilliant, brilliant. And we're having a great season as well, we were. Lion, aren't you? I I saw the video when, obviously, sadly, Barry passed away at the game Mm. with all the fans. That that must have been a special moment with all the fans singing. Yeah, the match after, yeah, it was um, was, um, the the Tractor Boys from Ipswich. Yeah. We were playing them. And luckily for Barry, we won one nil. <laughs> but uh, on the seventy-third minute, because he was seventy-three when he passed, both ends of the ground were shouting to you, to me, to you, <laughs> and loads of applause. And everything. Were the Ipswich fans were the Ipswich fans involved with it as well, were they? Yeah, they were doing it as well. Well, Rotherham were shouting to you, and the Ipswich fans were going to me, and they were going to either end of the pitch. Oh, fantastic! Really nice, really nice. <laughs> choking. It was choking, you know, at the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sometimes, sometimes we have football that the actual football team didn't matter, does it? Exactly. Moments where it didn't matter who you supported. Exactly. No, it's uh, it was it was really moving, you know. And uh, I I tweeted to them to the Tractor Boys, you know, thanks guys, what a great set of lads you are. Uh, Even though they'd lost at the end, they were still still yeah, still texting me and saying that was great, brilliant. How old were you when, when you and Barry started and got got the the TV deal and? Well, I, I was yeah, I was fifteen when when I left school. In those days, you did talk about the olden days, of course. Uh, I left school at fifteen. All I wanted to do was play footy. We did nothing but play football. We had a great football team at school. I was going to that at fourteen. I got an injury playing for Rotherham Boys, and that was it. The career was over. They said you'll never play again. So I. Um, I started uh, with Barry because Barry was already in the business. Because Dad was a comic, Mom was a dancer, uh, our sister was a dancer for a while, um, and two elder brothers, the eldest two brothers, were a double act. And Barry was already being a, a single comic. Uh, so what else do I do? I joined Join Barry. Join the family trade. You yeah. want to fight? You want to five siblings? Yeah, six. Six siblings. Bloody, you don't have a telly in your house, your mum and dad. <laughs> in those days, they didn't. I'll tell you. <laughs> yeah, I, had, I had four brothers. My sister had five. Yeah, it was... <laughs> <laughs> that takes a while to sink in a lot of time. <laughs> not, not for us from Yorkshire, mate. It dumb. No, no, we're we're right, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, the, um, uh, yeah I, I can't complain at anything. I mean, I, I've enjoyed every day of my life, except on serious days, obviously, like when Barry passed away and and Mum Dash passed away and Dad passed away and Jimmy passed away and Sheila passed away and Colin passed away and I lost a daughter at three months old back in 1974. But apart from that, I've had a good life. <laughs> so when you say you're still involved now, Paul, what, what else are you doing, apart from your tour? What now? Well, I'm sitting in the garden doing stuff and nothing and doing a few of these uh, podcasts and stuff. Um, there, there's nothing else to do. I'm, I'm doing some telegrams to people. <laughs> telegrams, you know. Yeah, you're not the Queen, Paul. <laughs> <laughs> be, 
people can pay like uh, 30 quid and have um, have a message to them or to their brother or their wife or whatever. I'm doing a few of those, which is uh, the only income I've got. Uh, if anybody out there has got a few grand to send me to keep me going. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not on a footballer's wage. That's the trouble. <laughs> send Paul some money, please. Send Paul. Please. Just, just, just fund me. Just fund me. We've got a quiz for you. All right. Uh, yeah. te- testing your Rotherham knowledge. Oh, there they are, the boys. Yeah. We, we've we've gone easy on you. Chris has gone easy on you. Oh, thank hey, you. Thank you. I know you said that you were, but I noticed you were on Celebrity Mastermind. And your, your specialist subject was English football clubs. So I've got high expectations here, Paul. Thank you. I wasn't that good on it, I tell you. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't going to mention that. I did watch it to the end. <laughs> I was only three points off winning it, though. But we were told beforehand that the last lot in that recorded before us, uh, the winner had four points. So it gave us a bit of confidence. <laughs> the winner had four points at the end of the game. Jesus. You'd have pissed it then, wouldn't you? If, I would have done, yeah, I got 10. If it had been, been three hours earlier, you'd have pissed it. Yes. <laughs> so we've got 60 seconds on the clock, Paul. Oh dear, oh dear. As many Rotherham questions as we can get in. And you do the timer, Chris. Multitasking. How well, are uh, the answers? Right, right. look <laughs> at this, like a well-oiled machine. Can you can you do a bit of that to give me a, a clue on the, on the answer? I'll do my best. <laughs> are you ready, Chris? I'm ready, lads. Are you ready, Paul? I'm ready. Here we go. Name Rotherham's stadium. New York Stadium. Correct. Who is the current manager? Uh, Warnie. Warnie. Correct. Who is the club's mascot? Uh, Miller Bear. Yes. What colour is this season's away kit? Uh, Which one do you want? Uh, Light blue, grey. The white one, the white one. The right white. one. The white one. White. White. Oh, it's white. It's white. Name. Yeah. <laughs> the name of Rotherham's old stadium. Uh, Millmore. Yes. Who is the club's chairman? Uh, Tony Stewart. Who was the manager before Paul Warren? Oh, pass. Kenny Several. Jacket. What's What's the brand on the front of the shirt? Uh, it's a new shirt. It's a new shirt. It's a new shirt. It's a new shirt. Um, Pass, Paul. I want you to win. I want you to win, Paul. Pass. Pass. What is the capacity of the New York Stadium to the nearest thousand? 12,000. Correct. Oh, how are we doing? What have we done? Is that a time? Time. That's time. Seven. seven. I want to say 17. Ah, no, no, no. Well, you could have made them easy. What would you say was the the pinnacle moment of your career, Paul? Uh, Was there a moment? Get in the BAFTA. We got a BAFTA. Yeah. If, if I tilt that up. Oh, there it is. Here at the back there. Yeah. So, yeah. Elf in the middle at the top. <laughs> there, there. Just there, look. There it is. Perfect. That's very well. <laughs> if I were you, mate, if I were you, I'd have had it on my shoulder. Not, 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 not there. No. No, it was, uh, that was, that was a great thing. It was uh, being, being patted on the back by your peers, you know. Peers, it's like scoring yeah. goal. Scoring the goal and the lads all jump all over you. It's it's a nice feeling. Uh, doing the Royal Royal Variety performance, uh, doing the children's Royal Variety back in the nineties, and having our own TV series all those years. So that there's lots of them. Some years know. as well. Yeah, I do miss our kid though. It's um, obviously we had so much fun on stage. You know, as 
filming and chuckle vision, we never stopped laughing. And on stage, I could make him laugh at a drop of a pin, and he could make did me. You ever, did you ever have any arguments, Paul? Where you were like, you know, like brotherly argument, where you just like fuck off with you. <laughs> Even when we were kids, yeah, we would, you know, you'd, but being brothers, within five minutes you'd forgotten, and as kids you were playing again together, you know, five minutes later. Yeah. Did yeah. you ever do stuff? Did you ever do stuff off script, just impromptu, you know, your lines and stuff when you were going? <laughs> Most of it was. <laughs> <laughs> Even on Chucklevision, we, you know, we'd, we'd put stuff in all the time. We'd, uh, we'd just add something. I mean, to me, to you, was never in the, any script at any time ever. Uh, it's just something me and Barry used to do when we'd go away to a for summer season and we'd go into a flat for the season and and I, I'd be happy just to put my feet up, lay back and watch the telly, you know. But Barry'd go, no, no, we can't leave it like this. That settee shouldn't be there. The telly should be over here and and that sideboard should be over there. And so I'd have to get up and we'd have to help it to you, to me, to you, and, I'm, <laughs> and stuff. And then on, on the first. The first series, first episode of um, Chucklevision, we had to move a desk. And it wasn't in the script, but automatically as we picked it up, it was like, to you, said it to you, to me, to you, to me, and put it down. And it stuck. And it caught on instantly. Instantly caught on. It's amazing. I'll tell you what, I don't think I've moved the couch yet, Paul, without without saying it. <laughs> uh, now, to this, you go, to me. <laughs> Yes, has to be done. Has to be done. <laughs> right, Paul. Th- thanks so much for coming Thank on, you so much for your time. Thank you. Yeah, so much for coming on. Absolutely loved it, lads. Absolutely loved it. What a great set of guys. Great set. Thank you so Brilliant. much, man. You and your Look family, after yourself and the wife. You take care. And yeah. you. And you. Yeah. Keep, keep cool. Keep cool, guys. Cheers. In all lads. Man, I don't think you realise, like. You don't realise what we've just said on. I've just said to me, to you, with Paul Chuckle. (laughs) See you later, lads. I'm done. I'm done. Your career's done. Done. Your career is done. Support from Under the Cosh this week is brought to you by Manscaped, who is the best in men's below-the-waist grooming. Manscaped offers precision engineering tools for your family jewels. How about that? I think we're living in a different world now, lads, aren't we? You know, it's back next in level. The day, back in the day, we just used to let them fucking grow wild, didn't we? With not a care or consideration for anybody who got to go in the vicinity. Oh, they've it's got a- all the gear now. Look after the family jewels. Take care of the plums. And the plums will take care of you. It's not for us, it's for our partners, isn't it? Let's be honest. Yeah. Bit, I bet, I'll be honest with you, I need to get, I'm going to get one in, because I've let things, I've let things run a bit wild. You let things lockdown. slide? Let, let the oh, big dog slide? There's a big pubic thatch lying in the way. <laughs> oh, fuck oh, like, It's like a Cotswold cottage down there. Jesus, that yeah. just made me gip in my mouth. I took over the admin again, so I was um, honoured to receive a parcel. It's probably the best parcel I've received in a very long time. So, what, what did you get within the? the what did you get I'll within the landscape? I'll tell you what he got. He got an extra inch on the eye. That's what he got. <laughs> so you get your razor, and yeah. on the razor, it's got a light. So you can, you know, the problem areas that you sometimes get that you can't always see. <laughs> oh yeah. It I'm just. Not seeing, I'm not. I'm not seeing mine since starts a lot now. To be honest with you, I need a mirror, got, me, not a light. You get a pair of manscape boxes briefs underwear oh 
You get crop mop ball wipes. You can get the ball toner, which is essential. So you get special deodorant for your balls it, as well? Yeah. And if I'm honest, I am a sweater. I, I, I do suffer from sweaty ball syndrome, and this has come in absolutely. It's been a gift from the oh. gods. Well, for those who don't know, Manscaped has just launched in the UK. And we, we've, we've gone years, haven't we? We've gone years without the right tools for the job. And you can be one of the first men in England to experience their life-changing products. It sounds like Black, Black and Decorate got the right tools for your job. Do you mind, Manscaped? <laughs> I'm getting tits matching. It is. Say goodbye, to the, say goodbye to the old nicks that you used to get as well. I used to use, I won't mention the brand, but every time I did it, I got a nick. And it's a sore one. Sends you, sets you back a little bit, doesn't it? Yeah. I missed training once. <laughs> Due to a laceration of my ball bag. <laughs> That's how sore it is. I can imagine I, I, I can imagine that were Alan Irvine, mate. Alan Irvine, you, no. you're out training. You're out training if you fucking cut half your knob off with him. I just blame my knee. Yeah, my knee's a bit, a bit sore, but really I've got a flip nice pack on my balls. <laughs> but yeah, unbelievable quality. A 90-minute battery. You'll have to charge yours three times. <laughs> get a charging stand. You yeah, get a charging stand. Charging so when the battery... Well. Yeah, it's not... It's not uh, you don't put the Aldura cells in. Battery stand. It's proper professional stuff. As well as the light, it's also waterproof. I did mine in the shower the other day. Yep. Excellent results. Oh, I can't be doing any shower. Plug it. Plug up. <laughs> be a diner rod job, wouldn't it? I don't know about you, you lads, but I think it's my, my favourite advert we've ever done. Same yeah. Way, yeah. And as listeners on Under the Cosh, you get 20% off. Plus free shipping with the code COSH when you go to Manscaped. That's M-A-N-S-C-A-P-E-D dot com. Your balls will thank you with nobody else. Let's get that bush to tush clean. He's been called the king of Swansea City. With 83 goals in 163 league appearances, the very first professional footballer outside the Premier League to sign image rights. With a mullet that even Paul Chuckle would be proud of. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, please welcome to the ring, Lee Trundle! How you doing, guys? Hello, you man. Doing, mate? Yeah, good, thanks. You're okay? Yeah. <laughs> yes, folks. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well in, boys. How are you getting on? Never got the message about the fans' address then, Trons. No, no, I would have got in. I would have, um, who would have I? Rick Flair, I would have been. Woo! <laughs> Just saying then, right? When you were doing his introduction then, yeah. I like as a player. I would say, without blowing smoke up your ass, probably the, the most skillful player I think I've ever played against. No, nice one, Park. Um, I had to be me because I couldn't run, could I? So, I had to keep the ball somewhere. But I couldn't run an hour at fucking skillful, so I don't know what we... <laughs> you, was a, you were a beast, though, when the ball come into you. That's it, it's sticking, isn't it? You, was a, you were a handful, mate. Still playing on, yeah? Yeah, I still, I'm playing in um, in the Welsh League for Ammonford, so I still enjoy it. I still love match day. I still love getting out there, so... Well, I, I play for them on a Saturday. Play for I'll be 44 in October. I was the body. I've got 12 goals in 14 games here this season. Is that right? Yeah, that's the way, isn't it? Yeah, I'm feeling I'm feeling all right. Don't get me wrong. I won't be do, I don't do loads of running in games, you know what I mean? I'll stay central. I've got young lads around me that have got legs, so and I'm I'm still enjoying this, still scoring. I think I've scored 
13 in 14 games. So, you know, I'm enjoying it. Tremendous, man. This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. I can't remember you signing for Preston. Uh, obviously, you know, recorded Swansea's unbelievable. I just can't remember you going to, going to Preston. What happened there? I'd been out to the... When I left Swansea, I went to um, sign for Neath in the League of Wales. They were just had, um, an owner that had took over them. He was throwing a bit of money at it and wanted to get them into Europe. So I had two seasons there and then they, the club collapsed. They went, um, they folded. So then I ended up, you know, having no, we're looking for another club. And then I managed to, to get um, Preston interested and, and went up to speak to Preston. But I'd done me, me ACL and cartilage in pre-season, so never played. I only I made one FA Cup appearance as a sub, but never played with me mate. Who was manager? In Wesley. Preston, some move. That's like that, that's like outrageous, really, isn't Lee, it? Lee Fowler-esque. <laughs> yeah, well, that's what I mean. Because going into well, when I went into the League of Wales, I thought that was me. You know, that was me last. Then I'd finished from professional football. And when I played played there, I signed a three year contract at the at the club, and I thought that would do me. And then I'll I'll take it from there. Then, but then obviously that was cut short, and you know the move to Preston come up, which was brilliant for me because you know what a club Preston is. How did you it's get a on with it? Club, but it, it, it didn't have a fantastic manager at the time, did it? <laughs> do you know what he was? He was he was mad in what he done. Do you know? I I understand how he done stuff, but like from a football point of view. If you played at different clubs, you know, it's probably, well, it's hard to take to get into the regime of doing it. You know, you'll come in at 10 every morning and you'll leave at four and you wouldn't have a day off. You'd be right the way through. And, um, well, I went up to, to sign, I went up to, to meet him. So then I'm sitting in his office and with the, the captains in there as well, um, Moose sitting. So it's them two behind the table and me on this side. So he goes to me, um, are you still keeping fit? I said, yeah, I still, still train every day. He said, um, what, what's your body fat? And I went, oh, I'm not sure. So he goes, take your top off. So I'm in the office with the top off. So I'm standing there tensing up in the Suck office. In. <laughs> so, so he goes to me, well, about 12%. I went, oh, yeah, I'll take that. So I sat down. So he starts talking about how, he's do, how he does stuff differently at the football club and what they do. And he says, um, have you ever done animal yoga? I said, no, I've, I've never heard of it. And he went, lie on the floor. So here's me in the office, lying on his floor, them two are behind the desk. So he goes, now close your eyes. Now just relax. So I'm, I'm lying on the floor, my eyes closed. He's going, now you can hear the wind, you can hear the river flowing. So I'm lying there and he says, now you're an elephant. So I'm here, I'm after the contact, aren't I? So the arm goes up as the two <laughs> like this with the arm up. So he starts carrying on talking to me and then he goes, now you're going to sing like an elephant. <laughs> so then I've got up and said, ah, you're taking the piss now. And him and uh, Moose have started laughing from behind the desk. But then I seen a thing with Moose, what he done. And he said, he does it to test players. He wants to see 
if you if you're with them and you're buying into it. He said, but if I would have lied on the floor or started singing like an animal or done everything what he wanted me to, he wouldn't have had me. He wants to see a little bit of fight back and, you know, crazy to go into a first meeting and that's what you end up doing. I think you're not like even What's that, Pat? You've not even signed and you fucking, you give it the old... Yeah. <laughs> that's amazing. But, and because um, he, he told me to bring Kit with me as well, he wanted, must have wanted to do some running, me and the captain. But like after that, all that had happened, he said, Oh, it, it's all right, it doesn't matter. So at least I got out to a bit of running anyway. <laughs> it's, a different, it's a different animal, isn't it? It, it just strikes it, me like, as somebody that it, whatever he does is just for a test. Anything. Yeah, but. Well, that is exactly that is exactly what he does, and he wants to push people and see how far he can go and, and when they're gonna bite back. And in a way, I understand what he what he does and the way he wants to do things. But I think if you've been at a lot of football clubs through your career and you've had a certain way of training, once you come into that, like to me at the end, you know, some of the things was was strange. Like I done my ACL and my cartilage, but the Friday before the Saturday game, we was out on the training pitch with a. Uh, an army coach carrying each other on our shoulders, carrying jerry cans with full of water, carrying each other on stretcher, army crawls for the full pitch. We were out there for like three and a half hours. If you've done something wrong, you get 15 minutes added on. So we were out there for three and a half hours and then I had to go and play a game the next the next day. And how it went, I've, I've got a tackle. Me and the player have went down and I've just went to jump up, legs crossed. And as soon as I jumped up, I just heard it crack then. And then I knew that was it. But... I think if I might have done, don't get me wrong, it might have happened in the season, but to do three and a half hours training on a Friday at my age, which I was 35, then going to a game, you know, I think that's definitely affected me. Yeah. How old were you then? 35. 35. So, you, but then you can say that, but you've recovered at 35 and you're still playing still eight years down. later, is it? Yeah. But when I come back from that, you know, the everyday training. That's what was that's what was getting me. I was just getting niggle after niggle, and now obviously, you know, my training is tailored a completely different way. Where I'm not training at that intensity. I think if I had to do that and play a game, you know, I, I don't think I'd be able to get through it. If I'm honest, yeah. it, 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 it's just a totally, totally different entity. I mean, when it when it came into Newport, I was 35, and within a, within about 30, 30 minutes, I thought this is not for me. This. It, it were, oh, do you know what Parky? Yes, well, you remember Liam, the sports strength and conditioning coach who was at Newport. Do you remember him? Yeah, Liam yeah. Carpenter. Well, he, he was talking because he he trained in the gym where I training in Swansea, and he was telling me about it. He just reminded me now, and he was saying, "But it's like same with me. He wants he wanted me to do these runs, like box to box ones, and you had to be in within a certain time. Now, when I was twenty seven, I wouldn't have got in in that time. It's just not yeah. my type of running. Yeah, exactly. But he judge yeah, he'll yeah. judge off that and say, Well if you can't do that, you can't play on Saturday and you know that's not the case. I was uh, yeah. I was Kenny Jacket for you when you're at Swansea. Yeah, do you know Kenny was I found Kenny all right. You know, we come in and he changed it, you know, beforehand we had a bit of a, a drinking culture at the club and we were out a fair bit and if we're honest probably let Brian Flynn down a little bit but we had like eleven of us away from home for the first time. Who's who's in Most that? Us, who's in that little squad? So me, Leon Britton, Andy Robinson, um, Brad Mayley, Brian Murphy, think uh, Gary Monk come. So we had a. It was like we were all away from home for the first time. So we were going out a lot, and then Kenny come in as manager. So Kenny then got us all on a one-on-one -on -one meeting. 
So he's brought me into the office and he said to me, oh, I've heard you like a night out, don't you? And I said, yeah, I don't mind one. And he said, so when do you go out? And I said, well, I'll go out uh, a Saturday, a Sunday and a Wednesday. And he went, well, don't you think that's a bit much for a professional footballer? And I said, well, not really, because I used to go out on a Monday, but I've not had on the head now. <laughs> but that's me sitting. I'm sitting there, I look back now and I think, he must have been sitting there thinking, what's going on now? But me in my head, I'm thinking, what, what's wrong with him? We're doing all right. Yeah. But, I'm, doing you know, fa- I'm doing him a favour by dropping in a fucking month. <laughs> well, that's what I was thinking back, that's what I was saying. But, um, you know, he turned it around and he did, to be fair to him, we didn't go out as as much and turned, out, turned it around and ended up getting a promotion under Kenny. But Kenny was one of them managers where he knew what he needed to get out of that bottom division and, you know, he'd done really well doing it. I mean, it's a strange place. I went, obviously, when I went Cardiff, it's a strange place, Wales. It's as though you're just in a different world, isn't it? Especially yeah, but I think if you look, if you look at Cardiff, Cardiff <laughs> is a, a bigger, bigger city than Swansea as well, Park. So, you know, there's a lot more to to do there, Swansea has got its lovely areas, but the way the fans are, they're just so passionate and they're, they're hostile, aren't they? Especially you playing for Cardiff, you'd know how they talk about Swansea and, and vice versa, you know, they hate each other. Are you yeah. still involved now, Trons? Yeah, I'm club ambassador. So um, a lot of my stuff will be out and about in the community um, or, you know, when the club need representing that something, I'll go along to that. And on a match day when Swansea are at home, I then host them. Um, one of the lounges, so I'm still involved with the club. You've had some, uh, you've had some strike partners over over the years, some big characters there as well. I keep finding. Well, yeah, well, that, yeah, that's the thing. That's one. It was it was loads of different characters, big characters, and I think at the time we had, uh, I think, what was we in? We were in League One, and we had Michelle, Bayo, Nighty, and Rory Fallon. And, you know, four good strikers for Leon for that, Knight for that level, and you know, friend of the show, so, Leon Knight. Yeah, yeah, Leon Knight, yeah. yeah friend of the yeah, show. So, yeah, well, it's the same again. Knighty, good player, mate. If you get him in that boxing and around the goal, whenever he gets his chance, you know, he puts them away. It was just a fucking... It must have been a fucking nightmare, man. I mean... <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what? You know a lot what? of people from side, you know, see the way he is on Twitter and the way he's controversial and everything. When he was in, in the... In with the lads, yeah, he'd have the odd argument, but we all would. But he was never, he was never disruptive in the in the squad. You know, I've heard stories about you know before where these had arguments with managers and stuff. But at Swansea, you know, when he left, it was like it, it was a surprise to everyone because he just he just wasn't there one day at training, and he said that they they got rid of him. But football wise, he was there. He, he'd scored like I think he scored like something like fourteen in sixteen or something mad like that, and then. We turn up for training and get told that he wasn't there. You're an Everton fan, aren't you, right? Yeah, Everton, yeah. Johnny's that Johnny's got a bit of a quiz for you. 60 seconds on the it. clock. Are you fancying yourself? Not the best on quizzes, but I'll have a go. They're easy yeah, enough. Yeah. I'm not the best on fucking writing quizzes, neither. <laughs> this could be anything. Right, well, I, 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 you're going to have to do stop clock because... I'm uh, on the stop clock. Right. So tell when to go. Give me a count in. Three, two, one, go. Who was the Everton permanent manager before Ancelotti? You've not started well, I'll be honest. Uh, um... Oh, Silver. You can pass. No, I've said him, Silver. Silver, correct. Yes. 
Who's Everton's all-time leading goal scorer? Dixie Dean. Correct. Who are Everton's main kit sponsor this season? Umbro. Sport Pesser, we're on about the, the, the thingy one. Anyway, uh, who is Everton's captain this season? I don't know. Pass. Pass, because I've done fucking 15 questions. Go <laughs> on, pass. What type of animal is Chang, the Everton mascot? An elephant. Correct. What was the last trophy Everton won? FA Cup. We'll give you that one six. There we go, time up. Love it, mate. You're just getting going as well. I know. Just getting your pace then. That's the th every it was the, the modern questions that I wasn't good on. All the back ones, I was all right. As soon as you got elephant and it took you back to that, that, that <laughs> office, you're away. That's it. An elephant never forgets. <laughs> I don't I don't get another Everton fan on because I've got another fucking seven questions to ask. <laughs> Before you go, what's your favourite goal for Swansea? Um, it'd have to be in there. Well, it's the Johnson's paint trophy. It was in the, the Millennium Stadium against Carlisle. That probably goes down as my me, me favourite one. Leon Britton crossed the chest and then volley into the far corner. I'm going to get it on YouTube as we speak. I'll tell you what, he must have been some player, by the way, Brits. I mean, obviously we played against him uh, quite a few times, but do you know for how small they were? Do you know what? It sounds stupid, but the higher he went, the better he got. You know, yeah. I think when, when Kenny Jaffet was there, Kenny never played him, or he'd play him out wide. He played um, Owen Tudor Jones and Chris O'Leary in the midfield. He never played Leon, but you know, the more Leon climbed, you know, watching him on the pitch, never give the ball away, his positional sense, he was brilliant. It's mad, isn't it? Like the lad, there's a lot of lads who went from League Two to the Premier League. Tate, he was one. Yeah. Leon Britton. Yeah, so, Monk was another. So the but if you look, if you look at him, um, if you probably looked at Brits in League Two, and said, can he make the jump to the Premiership? I don't know Premier League clubs would have took him, but when he's climbed up the leagues and then they've seen him with Swansea, you know, he was one of our best players throughout his career there. Yeah. Yeah. Just a quick one for you on Tatey, mate. I, I used to have a bit of beef with Tatey, and I'm having a bit of beef with Tatey, right? <laughs> and he fucking Champions League medal me off in League <laughs> 2, away at Moss Rose, playing against fucking Macclesfield. I said, well, you, you can get fucked off, you. <laughs> you know, it says he was one of them. He would wind everyone up all the time. He'd have, a, he'd have an argument or a fight. I don't know whether he needed that to get him going in games, but he would do it every single game. Thing is, now I know why he hasn't, he hasn't come on. I asked him to come on and he made some excuse about working at Swansea, but now I know he hates you. <laughs> right, mate. Thanks very much for coming on. Yeah, top, man. Cheers, My pleasure, boys. Enjoy All the best to the family. Hope you look after yeah, yourself. Catch you later. See you later, boys. Yeah, Thank you. Mate. Cheers, mate. He's a man who played over 407 first-class cricket matches, scoring over 26,000 runs and taking 276 wickets. He's not just a cricketer, oh no. He's been a coach, and he's been a footballer, an author, an umpire, and his sweet Lancastrian tones have accompanied England many test matches and one-day international cricket games. Ladies and gentlemen, David, Mr Bumble, Lloyd. And, and I've married a Yorkshire lass as well. Oh, sacrilege! <laughs> sacrilege! <laughs> Good evening. I'll tell you what, Chris. I I'm glad you finished that, mate. I, I was trying to nearly fall asleep. I know, I know. <laughs> it were a long, it were the longest one yet.
We're, we're very warranted. Very warranted, but chuffing hell. How are we doing? <laughs> All right. Yeah, no, good. I'm usually in bed at this time. <laughs> <laughs> it's not what I heard last night on Sky when you apparently the first week on tour you just you, you met the most of it. That, that would be that would be ex-boss Barney. He said that I don't know where he gets that from. He said that his first week is like a bullet ticket, and then he settles down, and then last two months he don't come out. <laughs> we had, as I said, we had Michael Vaughan on the other week. Uh, I'd rather speak to cricketers than footballers, to be honest. And I'd rather talk to footballers than cricketers. <laughs> <laughs> do you know? Do you know? Back in the day, was obviously there's there's the cameras and the the microphones now. Were the sledging worse back in the day? When that were, were, they, were it really bad back then? No, there were no. I can promise you. I'm not telling a word of a lie. There were no sledging, zero, nil. I played against Australia in Australia against Thompson and Lily and Chapel and Marsh, all the lot of them. Terrific bunch of blokes. They were better than us. They beat us. Not a word. West Indies, all them quick ballers, all the lot of them. Not a word. The West Indies would look at you. They just give you like a menacing look. So, I mean, sledging is, is pretty recent. It really is. And there's some great sledges. I mean, there's some brilliant sledges. We, we can turn the stump mic up and we can hear it. Do you know, there's a lad called Niall O'Brien. There were two O'Briens play for Ireland. Niall and Kevin O'Brien. And they play in county cricket. And Niall's the wicketkeeper for Leicester. And Kevin O'Brien, his brother, comes into bat. And Niall's up to the stumps as a spinner on. And he takes his guard, Kevin O'Brien, and on stump microphone, Niall O'Brien says to his brother, Kevin, my dad never liked you. He thinks <laughs> I'm miles better than you. <laughs> going at him. So you hear some great stuff. And, of course, Stokes Ben good for it, weren't he? Eh? Well, Stokes are good for it. Is he, is this... Oh, Ben... When Ben announced himself, he got 120 at Perth against Australia. So they, they didn't know this lad. He's new, new to test cricket. Perth, fast, rapid pitch. England in a bit of strife. And he comes into bat and Brad Haddin is up to the stump. So they must have a spinner on. I, don't, I can't remember who the spinner would be. It either Nathan Lyon or Michael Beer or Xavier Doherty, one of that. And, and he's a tough boy. This Brad Addins a little tough cookie. And he stood there and Stokes, he comes in and he says to the umpire, leg of middle. And Brad Addins says, uh, we hear you're some sort of tough guy. And he never moved, Ben. He just kept scratching his mark. He never moved his eyes from looking down, but said to Brad Addin, I can take care of you and all your mates, no problem at all. <laughs> and got down and they never said another word to him. <laughs> one of the one of the best I've seen was um, Flint off with Teen. It was a Teen or best. Yeah, Teen or mind the windows. Mind the windows, Teen or the best of all yeah. time. Yeah, mind <laughs> the windows, Teen or yeah. I mean, I mean, what, what? How far can it actually go now with the sledging? How far before the umpire says, "Look, this is this is a bit too much now." Well, they, they step in. There's a lad who's just retired. A lad called Ian Gould, who were an international umpire, played for Surrey and played for Sussex. Top like real cockney, proper cockney. And he would make a, a and he's like old school. He has, he, he's got to be played in the right way. But he's a cracking lad. He, you know, he's, he's just a proper East Ender. And he would, he'd make a point. If there's something just went out of order, if something, you know, out of order, 
was said, he'd just move round, but make sure a stump microphone can hear it. He'd just said to the bloke at the other end, I hope you're a better person than that. And it just <laughs> shut it. He absolutely yeah. shut it. What, um, he, went for the, so a, he went for the guilt trip. Yeah, yeah, there's a, there's a way of doing it, you know. And if, you know, you know what it's like? It's a non-contact sport. So it, it, there's a bit of verbals that's come into it. it I, I never had it in 20 years. There's nobody said a word. Never. Not once. So do you know when you, do you know, obviously cricket's different to football, but do you know when you were manager of England, I mean, you've seen it on, on social media, like Neil Warnock winning and giving his players a bollocking. Does, did that sort you know, at the end of the day's play, would you go in and say, you were shit, you were shit, you were shit, you know, like that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but one, of, one, of, one, of the, one of my famous lines, apparently, the lads, I had a great bunch of lads, they were terrific lads, lads who I told, uh, people were telling me, oh, he's bad news, him. they were all great, Philip Tufnell, they were, they were fabulous lads, they were great. And we, 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 Played a, we, we got into a final in Australia and we're winning it hands down. We're absolutely cruising. And somehow managed to lose. We, we lost it in five minutes. And so they all come traipsing in and I'm there and, and I'm sort of banging a table and throwing a cup or two. And, and I, <laughs> all, all that come out, I said, when I were at Lancashire, I said, when I were at Lancashire, I had Peter Martin, I had Ian Austin, I had Glenn Chapel, I had Wazzy Macram, and look what I'm left with now. <laughs> <laughs> and they were the best in our country. <laughs> and I were, I was, it was around Christmas time. This is this is one of your lads. Then we we'd lost a game. It, it was a game. You know, I, I don't want to say it didn't matter because they all matter, but it, it didn't. In the grand scheme of things, it didn't matter. We we got beat by Australia A. And I'm not happy with what's gone on. And so I'm just having a bit of a go in the dressing room. And it's round about Christmas time. One of the lads who's not playing is Goffy. Goffy's not playing in this game. And it's a warm-up match, you know what I mean? It's a friendly, yeah. if there is such, such a thing as a friendly. As I'm giving him this bollocking, he comes in dressed as Father Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, you know, these are great tales, as, as you lads will know, from, you know, your dressing room. Is, that's your place. There's all sorts goes on in a dressing room, all sorts. Yeah. What was it? What's Dickie Bird like? Because I've heard he's tight as cramp as well. Oh, D Dickie? Crikey. He wouldn't give a door a bang, Dickie. <laughs> <laughs> and he, he's, he lives down, he, he lives down Boisley Way, don't he? Yeah, he's not far, he's not far yeah. from me, yeah. He's got peacocks. He's got some peacocks. Well, he's got he's got a uh, he's got a, a bronze statue in Barnsley, uh, and it, we went to see the apparently as it goes, he went to see the mayor, and he says to the mayor, "Would you be able to put the bronze statue a little bit higher, please?" And he said uh, the mayor were like thinking, "Well, he's got a bronze statue. He's surely got to be happy with that." He says, <laughs> "Why do you why why do you want it uh, why do you want it higher, Dicky?" He says, "Because." People, people keep putting condoms on my finger. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> <laughs> and he were, he were right when he were a, his reputation as an umpire. He were a not outer. He didn't, he didn't give them out. He, he, he liked to give them not out. He were a not outer. 
But I mean, a fabulous bloke. Turns up at Yorkshire matches. He turns up at six o'clock in the morning. I mean, it starts at 11. He's there at six o'clock waiting for the gates to open. Is that so he can get a free breakfast? I probably. It goes to <laughs> that ugly mugs. The, the, the ugly mugs cafe opposite Eddingley. That's a proper place, that ugly <laughs> mugs cafe. You can sit outside if you want. <laughs> well, you're a big, obviously a big football fan as well. Yeah. Would uh, used to play for Accrington, by the way. I, I did. I played when we were in combination. So we went out of the league in '62, and and then went into Lancashire combination. So I'd be playing against sort of Skelmersdale and Burska and New Brighton places like that. What position were you? I was like a scheming left half, but they put me up front. I used to get <laughs> kicked. I've never been kicked as much. Because at that time, you could just slide through the back of them. It didn't, it didn't matter. Um, so, my cricket took over and I got a bit nesh, really. I got a bit frightened of getting kicked around, so cricket took over. Yeah, yeah, no, I mean, I, I love my football. I go watch... Uh, my wife, Diana's a season ticket holder and her brother at York City, so we're always down at Bootham. And, and I go down to... My team's Accrington Stanley and, and my mate owns them and so on. Um, so, I like non-league football. I, I go to Stockport. Um, we've been to Salford City. We've been to FC United. Um, I went to City. I went to Man City as well this year. Um, we had a nice day there at Man City. That was nice. Do you prefer it at that level, David? Like yeah, I do. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I like... The authenticity so of it all. and Yeah, lower league football. And, you know, you, you know the lads. and You just know the lads. There's no way that I'll get to know Aguero or, or anybody like that. Yeah. But in, in lower league stuff, I know all the Stanley lads. Um, I know a couple of York City lads. And, you know, I like... It, it's it's something I've been brought up on, really. Coming from Accrington, I've always watched Accrington Stanley. So, you know, there's never, ever been a big crowd. And I like that, just walk on, walk off. We've just had a message come through on the uh, on the on the comments. David, about uh, asking what your best T20 moment is. Um, best T20 moment? Oh, what would that be? I mean, finals day is fabulous. It, I mean, that is one day out. That is, I mean, it's like the Alamo. That's from nine o'clock in the morning till 11 o'clock at night. And it's full on. And the, it's always, it tends to be at Birmingham, at Edgebaston. And that stand, what's it called? The Eric Holly stand. I mean, there's, it's no old bar there. That is fabulous. That, the atmosphere at that Eric Holly stand is unbelievable. So 2020 finals day is real special. I can't be doing with that mascot race. I've no idea who they are. I've got a commentator, <laughs> was, it, was, it, was it finals day? Finals day when you sung the song? Yes, I sung Sweet Caroline. Oh, David, before we go in the quiz, I've, I've made a, I've made a note of all the lads that have joined you in the commentary, the commentary box over the years, and I'd like to know who you'd want with you. Let us paint the night out. So you'd go for a, a bit of tapas, Ooh, a, couple yeah. of pint, a couple of pints after your meal, and then end up in a karaoke bar. Right. Okay, so I've got Botham, I've got Gower, Atherton, Hussein, or Holden. Who would you take with you? Two out of the five. Well, Mikey Holden would be very 
in racing, night racing from anywhere in the world. He'd be buried in that. <laughs> uh, Beefy doesn't go out into pubs. He's, he's don't do any of that. Um, Gower's into fine wine. Um, he wouldn't have a clue what a karaoke machine is. <laughs> so me two, me two muckers who I go out with all the time are Atherton and Hussain. They're the ones that I go out with anyway. Who will be um, first on the karaoke? But but me, I'll be first up. <laughs> <laughs> what you, what what you choosing, David? First first track. I do. I only do two. I do Sweet Caroline and Folsom Prison Blues. Oh, <laughs> good choices. I'm not familiar with the second one. Could could you give us a rendition, David? Or <laughs> which one? The second one. Folsom Prison Blues. Yeah. Like, do, do you know who sang it? No. Johnny Cash. Johnny Cash. So he walks on stage, all dressed in black, doesn't he? He just comes yeah. up on his, all dressed in black. I am Johnny yeah. Cash. <laughs> I hear the train are coming, it's rolling round the bend. I ain't seen the sunshine since I don't know when I'm stuck in Bolton prison and life is dragging on. Let's get to the quiz. <laughs> <laughs> We've got 60 seconds on the clock. Oh, no. 60 seconds on the clock. Your beloved Accrington Stanley. Here we yes. go. I'll tell you, I'll cut you in. Three, two, one. What is the name of the current stadium? Wham. To the nearest 500, what is the, capa the capacity at Wham Stadium? 5,500. Yes, correct. What colour is this season's away kit? No. <laughs> Pass. Pass. Who wears the number one shirt this season? Oh, D juicy, dirty. Dimitar. Dimitar Ultimov or something. Oh, who's the, he's the goalie. <laughs> <laughs> who's the all-time league appearance maker? Paul Mullins. Jim Armstrong. What is oh, the name? I didn't know that. Name the club mascot. Win Stanley. Correct. Name the current manager. John Coleman. In the 80s, the club famously featured on an advert for which product? Milk. Correct. Correct. There we go. Time up. Yes. <laughs> Have we done, Chris? I, don't, I thought you were counting. I thought you were counting. <laughs> <laughs> A good uh, twelve. A good twelve. Um, two, steady, steady away. Three, four, five, five, five. Ever one more question for me? If you could have managed one player in the last twenty years, who would you have chose? Cricketer. Yeah. Another country uh, or? No English. Cricket. English player. Ben Stokes. Yeah. He's sensational, isn't he? Oh, he's fantastic. Hey, what, a, what a lad. What, what an absolute belter of a lad. Cracking lad. I'll tell you what, you've been spending too much time around then, Yorkshireman, David, not putting lights on. But <laughs> can you not see me? I've always wanted to speak for still away, David Lloyd. <laughs> Diana's, my wife Diana, season ticket holder. She's saying no. <laughs> Did she ever? Did she ever abuse me from the terraces, David? 
What, John? We, we, I've got to tell you this. I've got to tell you. In the, in the, there we are. There we go. In the, in the bad old days, which a couple of years ago, um, you know, you, I, I'm always one. We park over in the hospital. So All we've right. got to get over the railway bridge. We go over the railway. They don't charge for parking at the hospital, do they? No, they do. We, you, <laughs> but you get a discount. You get a discount. <laughs> uh, so I, I'm always like, come on, there's only a minute to go. Let's get over the bridge. And Diana used to say, no, I want to go to the demonstration. <laughs> <laughs> I said, that'd be great, mate. Me stood there like chairman out, chairman out. <laughs> stood there for the demonstration. She, she said, I want to go to the demonstration. I said, There's no way we can go to the demonstration. Come on. <laughs> and he raised his profile. Can we say hello to her, David? Is she, is she there? Diana? Is she? Is she coming in? Hi there. Is she is. Yeah. Hello. I bet, you never oh. see, I bet you never thought you'd see me in my dressing gown. <laughs> <laughs> Dreams do come true. We, oh, we, so we stand in we stand in the longest the longest stand to the right of the goals. We we're, that's where we stand, right of the goals on a barrier. Um, there's Diana and her brother and her nephew. Yeah, we have a good time. But the, I mean, loads of questions about cricket itself, but. The Bali Army, you must have seen yeah. some. I mean, there's even the clips on TV. You know, like when the, the there's that great one when the ball goes in and they're all in fancy dress. Who, who's kicking it back now? It's the banana. Yeah. Is it Elvis? You must have seen. Yeah. I mean, what's the best Bali Army segment that you must have seen and maybe not been able to comment on it? Well, the, number one, they're a, a brilliant band of people they're they're a travel group that's what they are they're yeah. a travel group and and they just have a ball absolute ball and any sort of trouble they just walk away in fact if there's any sort of trouble they start singing to them yeah we'll just sing <laughs> we'll sing your song um and, and so the, yeah they, it's a great atmosphere and if anybody were ever thinking that i'm going to go on a, a cricket trip and you can do it at a good budget with Barmy Army, you can do it at a good budget. Your liver will be wrecked, absolutely <laughs> wrecked. Uh, but you'd have, a, you'd have a great time. You, you'll have a lovely time. Where do you think? Would you say? Because I'd love to. I'd love to. I'd love to go and watch the Ashes over there. But would, yeah. What would you say is the best place to tour with the Barmy Army? Well, my my best place is New Zealand. I think New Zealand's the best place that we go to. Um, Wide open spaces, sport rules. It, it just absolutely rules the country. Australia is brilliant. Melbourne, what a fantastic city that is. A bit more sedate is Adelaide. Beautiful ground, gorgeous ground. For a bit of rock and roll, Barbados. Can't go wrong, Barbados. Rock and yeah, roll? I mean, That's a you think this T-100 T this hundred thing will be any different to the T-20 or...? I think it'll be really good. I, I just think that the, it, why it's come in is to target a new audience. It, it's going to be really targeted at families, at right. people who would not normally go. So it's a quick game. It'll have to be so quick. And it's going to be 10, or, 10, sorry, 10 deliveries to make an over. So there's 10 overs, if you like. Right. And, and what, it, what it'd be on the big screen, it starts at 100, 
and then after a delivery, 99, 98. Well, so one side, one side it's going down, and the other side the score is going oh, up. Yeah. So you, you're looking at a, a totally different audience. It, it's mm. it, it again. Do you think cricket it, needs it? I'm I always go for anything that'll give you a new audience. Yeah. I, I always will. Now, obviously, there's a caveat to it in that you, you can't neglect what you've got. So the administrators have got to make sure that it fits in to other things that they've got and doesn't take over. This T20 blast is a raging success. And if we're serious for a minute, it, it doesn't have to. It's 138 games. It, it needs to be 100 games. 138 is too many. Mm. It's going. It, it's too long. Mm. Yeah. You've got to leave people wanting more. And 100 yeah. games would be plenty. We play 50 over in two leagues. There's not a great deal of interest in it. But if you made it a straight knockout FA Cup, straight knockout with minor counties in, now you've got a competition. Yeah. Yeah. You're out. You're, you know, you're out. Unlucky. You've just been beaten by Dorset. Yeah. You're, you're out. They're playing the authorities. The authorities are always trying to keep it fresh, aren't they? You know, bringing the 2020 in, trying yeah. to get fans at but, the ground. And... But the, what they're up against is that the, the counties, the 18 counties, want as much cricket as possible to, to, to get people into the ground. Mm. Where, you know, maybe for a wedding maybe for a gathering or a celebration. But, you know, from the other angle, if you just have four competitions with something for everybody, championship cricket, 50-over knockout cricket, T20 blast cricket, 100, there's something for everybody as long as you can schedule it. Yeah. yeah. I think, I think, well, it's the way of the world, isn't it? Everything's quick pace. You've got to add that bit of razzmatazz as well. The same as as darts has done. I mean, look, darts yeah. is a very simple game, but they've added all the razzmatazz. They've added it quick fire, knockout, yeah. to and cricket was a game that has moved with those times and prospered from it. If you if you went back to the sixties and looked at a full day's play, two hundred and twenty. If you did that now, nobody'd turn up. Yeah, yeah. you've got to be getting 300, 350. I mean, just just on football, how, how, to, how would you change football? I'm football daft. There's, for the life in me, I, I cannot understand throw-ins now, right now. Once it gets out of play, get it back in play straight away. Don't none <laughs> of this is not none of this. Oh, it's a foul throw. Is bullshit. Chuck it in. Get it back in play. <laughs> Overarm. <laughs> Overarm, yeah, quick ball. Again, get the ball back in play. Get it in play. What do, what do you prefer commentating on? Test match, 50 overs, 2020? Um, I, I think test matches is the pinnacle for me. Um, I can take a leave 50 over cricket. I think there's a formula to it. I could I could turn up at a 50 over game and, and more or less tell you what's going to happen. T mm. twenty um, is a hoot. Anything goes. You know, you just you've got full license to be outrageous, <laughs> um, and you're there to entertain. You, you know, you, you want people to go away having a great time. Um, but the pinnacle would be Test match cricket. I like to get my teeth into a, a great Test match. 
So do you yeah, know, like, obviously you, you, you're really busy now, but do you actually see it as work or do you see it as I'm getting paid to watch cricket, really, and just talk about it? I, I do see it as work. Yeah. Um, I don't... I'm, I'm a bit different than some in that I don't actually prep up. I was going to ask, do you, do you have to do prep? Or do you know, no. do you know it? Do you know every player from the West Indies to India to... Trilanka. I have a good idea. I've a, I've a good idea on that. But the, the way I look at it, if I turn up at a, a match, every delivery is an event. I can't make any notes on yeah. what this because I don't know what's happening. So my job is to call what's just happened. Call what's happened. Mm. And if some do it differently, some turn up with notes. Well, and that, that's not for me. I can't see how them notes go into this next delivery because you haven't a clue what's going to happen. You've not got any plans to retire, have you? Um, well, I'm not going to go on forever, so there's things I want to do. There's, you know, there's loads of things that I want to do, so you don't, you, you never, I, I don't want to outstay me welcome. I wouldn't want to do that. When I've finished as a player, I woke up one morning and said, that's it. And I've no doubt that I'll do the same with commentary. I was 36 when I finished playing and I just woke up and I told the chairman I'm going to retire. I've, I've had enough. Um, and I'm sure that I'll do the same with commentary. Unless, I... unless somebody tells me something different before. <laughs> <laughs> These two have followed your suit, mate, because we've been we've been doing the podcast for two years and neither one of the bastards have brought a note yet. <laughs> That's a lie. Do you, do you know what... Did you, did you see Freddie Flintoff being as big as what he were after cricket? No. No, Andrew. He, he, Andrew's changed his life around. Absolutely changed his life around. He was a little bit off the rails at times, weren't he? Yes. Yeah. T completely turned it around. I've never seen a um, sportsman become an athlete after he's finished playing sport. See, he, he'd be like many sportsmen, Andrew, that he, he finished prematurely through injury. And that, that made him really angry, very, very angry, that he, he didn't fulfil what he wanted to do as a cricketer. And so he immediately fell out of love with cricket. Um, but he's got back into it now. He's, he's going to get involved again. But he went he threw himself at all sorts of things. And he, he's done fabulously well, you know, with the jobs that he does, this top gear and league of their own. With his chip shop van and all sorts, he just throws himself <laughs> at it. And he's he's like you're, you're dead right. He's a fit lad, and he's just had a new baby. They mustn't have a telly. <laughs> he's one of them people that he's good at whatever he, he could put his mind to. Because yeah, he, he, but, but, him on, he's, he's unbelievable on it. He'll, he'll have a go. He'll yeah. have a go. That's yeah, the, that's the main thing, isn't it? Mm. David, that that was uh, that was brilliant. Yeah. I must apologise. I told you it would only be 15, 20 minutes dinner and we've been on for a good half hour. I wouldn't like you to, uh, I wouldn't like you to fit me a carpet, John. <laughs> <laughs> if this lockdown carries on much longer, I might have to start carpet fitting. <laughs> oh, been an absolute absolute fantastic, yeah, David. Thank you very much for coming on. Much appreciated. Yeah, no, it's great, great to talk to you. Good chat, lads. It was just like being in a pub, but we're not in a pub. I know. Oh, yeah. well, we've got a pint. Don't worry. Yeah, good lad. <laughs> All the very best. Yes, thank you very much. Take care. All right, you too, lads. Cheers. Thank David. you very much. Yeah. Bye. Bye.
Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much. But when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.